Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm going to help you get bigger legs. So I remember this one day where I was using this, this app on my phone, which had tracked all of my lifts, my workouts for the last like year or so. And I was seeing the graph of the exercises, like the movements that I had done. So there was squats, there was lunges, whatever, all the different leg exercises. And I kept on seeing the same thing. I kept on seeing that I was doing a bunch of these exercises. They were slightly getting better with more weight, more reps. And then I just kind of stopped doing them. I either stopped training legs for a little bit. I took like two weeks off legs randomly. Or I would just kind of like change the exercise that I was doing, the movement. So I'd go from back squat to front squat. I'd go from RDL to hip thrust. I'd go from leg press on the big plate machine to leg press on the little cable style machine. I kept on changing it around. And I felt like a fool when I saw this because I compared it to entrepreneurship. Because in entrepreneurship, like the, the bad entrepreneurs, what they do is they'll they'll be confused, like trying different business models. You probably try this because you probably want to make money online, right? You're like, you're trying different business models. Should I do this one? Should I do this one? Should I do this one? You kind of research this one thing for a little bit and then you stop and you go and check this other thing. You research that, you try it a little bit, you make the website for drop shipping or whatever, then you stop. You try YouTube, okay, I'm going to become a YouTuber. You post one video, two videos, then you stop. It's like you were making some progress and you just stopped. And so I thought to myself, what if I use the business mindset that's actually helped me to do really well here, but in fitness? Because there's a few things that I've used in my entrepreneurship journey that all the great entrepreneurs have have used. And once I put that into business, that's how my legs actually grew. And my legs have always been my weakest body part. So what I did was I removed all of the fluff and I went only to the essential this is a, a practice that I've done in business from reading the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, where basically you do the 80-20 rule and you think to yourself, okay, what could I remove and what could be enough on its own? So for a long time in my business, I only just had my YouTube channel whilst everyone else was telling me to make a TikTok and to make this and to post on Instagram and everything. I just focused on YouTube and I ended up surpassing everyone else that was giving me this advice saying, oh Hamza, you've got to post on TikTok, bro. Because I just went on what's just the essential 
And so when I look at my leg days and I saw that there's random exercises in there, there's the leg extension, lion leg curl, there's um, the glute adductor and stuff, there's this and this and this, there's three variants of calf raises. I asked myself, okay, what is just the essential that you could make the gains from? Squats? Some kind of like hip hinge movement, like either RDL or hip thrust, whatever your preference is. And then calf raise, one form of calf raise. What if instead of doing like four different exercises for quads over the week and four different exercises for glutes and hip thro- uh, for glutes and hamstrings, what if I just did one for quads and just got really good at it? And so that's what I did. I stopped doing all of the other random movements that I was doing, including leg extension and everything else. I just started doing just squats. And this isn't the main part of the point. The point is, once I took off the other things, that gave me the time and the focus to improve the one essential thing. And so I started to autistically focus on my squat form. And now it's like, you know, my legs have grown, which is awesome. But what, what actually means more to me is when I squat in front of guys who are into the gym, that's always when they, I get a compliment in the gym, you know, always when I'm doing leg day with someone, it's as soon as I hit my first heavy set of squats and always people will be like, wow, your form's really good. Your form's really perfect. And I'm like, I know I actually purposely made it good because I literally got like the videos of people showing the form Then I tried it myself a bunch of times. Then I recorded myself from the side, like over 50 different squat sessions and kept on improving it. And it's probably still not perfect. I'm sure that if I posted a video right now, there'd be a bunch of people saying, oh, actually your, your form's not that great. You can do this, you can do this. But it's like, it's it's fairly good. And especially for like a heavy weight close to my one rep max, my, my form is like, it doesn't really break down, which is really awesome. And that has meant that the movement is just so much more... <clears throat> fun and rewarding for me to keep going into. And it gives me this very consistent linear progress where I'm able to just like simplify things and think, okay, I just have this one movement for quads. If I want bigger quads, just make my squat better. Think about how easy that is in your mind where you have this vague idea of like, you want to get bigger legs, but it's this vague thing of like, how do I do that? I need to like, you know, eat more protein. I need to do this. I need to do this. For me to get bigger quads, all I have to think to myself is like squat better. It's as simple as that. Think about how easy that is on my mind now where I'm just thinking squat better. So that's the the number one thing. I just went full essential. I only do three movements on my leg days now. I just do squats, I do RDLs, and I do calf raises. I I recently just added one more, but not for gains or weightlifting or anything, just for balance. So I started doing uh, Bulgarian split squats with only the empty barbell, so it's really light. But it's just because I've got quite shitty balance, so that's like a separate thing that I do in my workouts now. You don't really have to do that, but I think it's quite good for longevity. Like I just heard from some podcasts that like balance is something that causes quite a lot of problems as people get older. And so it's worthwhile to just practice that a little bit when you're young. So I literally just do one set of Bulgarian split squats, 10 reps on each foot, and literally only doing it for a few days, my balance is already significantly better. Like the first time I tried to do Bulgarian split squats, that's like where you put your your foot on the bench behind you, and then you kind of like lunge into that. The first time I did that, I was wobbling all over the place, and especially I use the barbell. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, it's fucked. It's like, you move over here, you're moving here, the barbell's like touching the wall and stuff. like. But now I can actually do all the 10 reps without even like, you know, swaying too much. And so that's a big progress already as well. Then the other thing, this is kind of unsexy and you might be pissed off that this is a part of the advice I wanted to give you. But when you looked at the the picture that I'm going to use for the thumbnail for this video, another way that my legs grew was just consistency. I just, this was three years of progress. I just kept on lifting for three years. So 
although that's like, it's common sense, I actually wanna move this to more of a philosophical, like psychological point. If you're watching this video, you're probably very much like younger me who was obsessed with fitness and you really wanted all the gains and you wish you could go into the gym more to get more gains, but you kind of known that, you know, you're already maximizing the volume, that if you go and do another five sets of legs in the, in the gym, you probably won't get like more, the equivalent of gains now. So you've probably had this feeling of like, how do I, like, how do I speed things up more? This is the thing that's going to transform my life. How can I speed things up more? And you're finding that there's not like that much that you can do. And so now you're spending like an hour a day watching fitness videos just because it's like the only productive thing that, you know, it feels productive, right? And so what I will say is in this weird point about consistency, which is actually a point about philosophy is add in something to do in the meantime. Building a great physique and getting really strong in the gym is a really, really long-term game, if not an infinite game. Because if I ask you right now, like, when are you planning to quit lifting weights? When are you planning to, to go back to having like a saggy fat body? Probably never, right? So you might not have ever acknowledged this to yourself, but you actually expect to keep lifting weights at least a few times a week, every week for the rest of your life. That means that this is a very long-term game that you, you're going to need patience for. The physique that you want and the strength that you want in the gym will come, probably not at the speed that you want it to, but it will undeniably come as long as you just followed rule number one, don't quit. So what we need to do is know that since it's going to take a while, you're going to need patience and you're going to need to do something else in the, in the, the meantime. Right now, what you're doing in the meantime is just watching more fitness videos and it feels kind of productive. But if we're honest, sometimes you learn something which is valuable, but often most of the time, it's just a time sink. You're just watching random fitness influencers. You're probably doing what I did, which was like, when you're eating one of your bodybuilding meals, you watch someone else eating as well on YouTube, don't you? Like people, like it's... <laughs> it's almost like a weird thing of the modern day of like instead of eating with each other we'll just eat watching like a content creator instead because it's like oh yeah you know this this feels productive in some ways what i would say to you is if you can add something else into your life which adds a lot of life quality that would probably be better than just consuming and watching fitness videos even like this one like so in this video you might have learned like a something you can use like that tactic thing right the truth is you're going to get the, the physique and strength that you want in let's say 10 years from now let's just say 10 years if you go in and spend an hour a day watching fitness youtube videos you're probably going to get the physique in probably about 10 years anyway so it's not really changing anything other than just adding this weird kind of agitation to you where you're becoming more of like a one-dimensional person and weightlifting is the only thing that begins to matter in your life i wish that if i could go back and speak to younger me and all I was doing productive was going to the gym and then just watching fitness videos, I would tell him that as much as it's awesome that he's learning and you know he's at least watching something that's a bit more like productive than video games, he can go and do so much more. And what I would recommend to him, because obviously it worked for me, but something else might work for you is start a business now. This is weird advice, but like to weirdly to make more gains, start something like a project like something purposeful some work and work on something like your career or business because in a practical setting if you like make more money you can use that money on on supplements and protein and a better gym and stuff that's nice but it'll just kind of give you something to like do in the meantime once you've done your your workouts for the week or the the day and you've got enough time to sleep it's like that's it you've got all day to kill but you're like you're, you're trying to rush the process. It's like you can't do much more once you've hit your workout, once you've went to sleep, 
and you've ate your meals, you can't do much more than that. You're probably doing about as much as you possibly can. And trying to fight and scrape for that last like 5% of random optimizations that you can do might actually take more away from your life because soon, maybe not now, but in the next five years, you're probably gonna experience some like financial problems. Most people do, right? You're probably a young guy right now and it's, it's kind of, life is kind of fairly easy for you. But at some point in the future, you're gonna have to go and work like 10 hours a day, full-time job, or you know your business is gonna have some problem with it. Financial problems is what stops a lot of people from staying consistent in the gym. They need to go and work all day. Eventually, when you get like a, a real job, you have got to work in the morning or you've got to go to the gym, sorry, in the morning or afternoon, um, in the evenings. Maybe you get into business and then often you're, you're, you're overloaded with work in certain days. If you started your career now and got that to the next level right now when you've got the time, that would actually safeguard you from those future moments where you might need to take like a month off the gym or like, you know, multiple days off the gym per week because you had like financial stress because you weren't making enough money. And you're not really expecting this to happen to you. I'm sure many people have clicked off this video because it's like impractical advice of me just saying like, consider leveling up your career instead of watching YouTube videos or leveling up your business. But people don't expect like bad financial times to hit them. And then when it actually does, they're unprepared for it. Like your father might lose his job five years from now. 10, 15 years from now, like your mother might fall over and for the rest of her short life after that, she's in pain and you have to watch that every single day knowing that you can't help because you're too broke. Knowing that she has to wait two weeks for an appointment with the doctor because you couldn't pay for like a private appointment. People don't often wanna think about these dark things but money can certainly safeguard you from a lot of pains. And if you can safeguard yourself from a lot of this stress, then you can actually keep making more gains. And that's not even, you know, this was only practical about like not missing workouts in the future because of work. But also like a lot of stress comes from being broke and not, you know, having a good amount of money. And stress is like a killer of gains, it's a killer of testosterone, sleep, everything. So you wanna avoid all that. So I know this is very impractical advice and I usually like to give way more practical like advice when I'm like, you know, trying to help some guy achieve a goal. But it's really good advice, I really do think so. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
prepare for the stress that you're going to experience through manhood. And one of the biggest causes of stress is gonna be financial. You've got so much free time. You're watching these pointless YouTube videos. Go and spend an hour a day learning a business, learning a skill right now. If you spend an hour a day practicing the skill of sales, reading a book of sales for like half an hour and then randomly just calling numbers, like you go onto Google Maps and you randomly just fucking call like the, the people, like the companies around you and you just try to practice what you had just learned, that would change your life more significantly than you'd ever believe. The same with, <clears throat> If you start to post one or two or three videos to YouTube per week and you practice your skill of speaking, you practice your skill of marketing, you eventually release some kind of product and you make like $300 a month from doing that eventually after like two, three months of setting it up. That's like, imagine that might actually safeguard you from the kind of stress that would make you miss a workout in the future. So this is weird advice, but no one's ever gave this advice before. And I just found it good because when I think about my younger self, he was all he was doing with his free time was just watching fitness videos, wanting to make more gains. But then I ended up becoming broke and working full time and then missing loads of workouts anyway. If I spent that free time instead of watching fitness YouTube videos, but rather just making a business that made like a thousand pounds a month, I wouldn't have ever went through that period of a point in my life where I took off like months from the gym because I just felt so stressed and overworked and I didn't want to go to the gym and everything because I was like struggling financially. One other thing that really helped me was having a workout partner. So this is good because it gave me the, the look, there's a, there's a reason why this was so powerful for me and you might not have the same benefit, you know, having a workout partner is like, Usually always nice. Some people don't like it, but I did, right? The reason why it was good for me is because of my personality style. I'm very much like a, a energetic, like ADHD type of person. I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but I might have like a, a minor form of it where I'm, I'm constantly like flipping around interest. I get really excited about this one thing, right? And the way that that comes out in my workouts is that I'll constantly change my workouts. I'll constantly change the exercises. I'll constantly like just randomly change the days or the workout style. When I got a workout partner who really liked lifting heavy weights consistently, I kind of started to do that as well because I didn't want to come in to, you know, he'd pick me up in the gym. I didn't want to come up to him and say to him like, oh yeah, today let's do this other thing. Let's do this other thing. Let's do this other thing all the time. So sometimes we tried a random different workout, but when we worked out together, it was fun enough for me to just stay consistent in the routine that me and him had basically decided on. Basically, like I made the routine for us and he was always happy to like, you know, do what I, what I said and I kind of led the workout for us, even though he was slightly stronger than me. But without that, within a few weeks, I would often flip around and, you know, how I said in the first point that I'd like change exercises it gave me the accountability to not really be allowed to do that anymore. And so that was like, it was really valuable to be with someone because I wanted to be consistent for him. I didn't want to get into the car and say like, oh bro, I don't really feel like doing legs. Let's do upper body again. So, and that leads me to the final point. What was the exact workout routine that I was on during this time that helped me grow my legs the most? Even though it's been three years from the thumbnail of this picture, most of that growth actually came in like the, the six months that I focused on legs. And then since then, I've just kind of maintained my legs whilst I've been focusing on other things. And so for the six months where I got the leg gains, the exact routine I've, I'm on was, I've wrote it down here, it was upper, lower, six days a week. So what I did was upper, lower, upper, lower, upper, lower, rest. And the exact uh, exercises and everything, the exact like numbers, this is exactly what I did. Three sets of squats for only three reps per set. So it was heavy lifting. And the reason why I did it so heavy instead of five um, sets of five or sets of eight was because I had never trained for strength before. 
And I knew for a fact that if I train in the low rep ranges, I knew that I would boost my muscle mass. Just intuitively, I knew this. I know that some science shows this as well. Basically, if you've only trained in a certain rep range, let's say you've only ever went to the gym and done 10 rep sets, right? If you then go and train in a different rep range, you kind of have like a weird level of like noob gains at that new rep range. So if you've never done heavy lifting before and the lowest reps you've ever done is like eight or 10 or 12, if you do some sets which are heavy and you have to like, you know, be careful with this because you can really hurt yourself with heavy weights. You've got, you've got to like lower, you've got to lower the reps and just slightly increase the weight. So it's like, it's easy. So imagine that to make this simple, let's say you can do a hundred kg squat. So two plates for 10 reps. What I would do it, and imagine you've only ever done 10 reps before, 10 reps, 12 reps, 15 reps, around that range, right? I would actually tell you to do what I did and start training in a different rep range. So when I started this program and I went down to three rep sets, I had this weird level of growth that usually wouldn't come if you stayed at that low strength range prolonged for like a, a period of time because hypertrophy usually isn't that great when you don't have that many reps in the, the set. I don't really know how that works, right? But Basically, I, I seem to get like a weird form of noob gains in my quads when I did this. So three, three sets of three for squats. <clears throat> what I'd recommend is if you've never done heavy lifting before, because I know that I hadn't before this point, and there's many guys who've only done like 10 rep sets, use like just 10% more weight than you normally do. So if you squat 100 kg for 10 reps, just make it 110 and do it for three and it'll feel absolutely fine. You'll almost think to yourself, wait, only three with this weight, that's fine. Just do that for three sets, three reps, just for one week, and then increase it for like 2.5 kg or 5 kg and start a bit safer. Don't just massively put on the weight and then risk like injuring yourself on the first time you try and train strength because you might not even know what your strength capability is right now. So start on the lower side. Then, so I did three times three squats. Then I did three sets of eight reps of RDLs. So RDLs, I particularly found a weird cue. I didn't go alternating hands. So you know when the barbell's really heavy and you're doing deadlift and you, you often will alternate your hands. So you'll put one hand over the barbell, one hand under. For some reason, I, I had always deadlifted like this and I switched it once and I thought to myself, you know what? I bet it's so much better if I just do double overhand. So I lowered the weight so I could use double lower overhand and I, I made it like slower reps and I really focused on like the big squeeze of like once the rep was done, as you're pushing your butt back in for the RDL, I focused focus on like squeezing my butt as hard as possible. That seemed to, to blow up my glutes. So around this time, you can't see it in the picture that I posted for the thumbnail, but like pictures like where you could see my, my butt, it, it looked so much better and thicker. And you might laugh at that, but anyone who's like really serious into bodybuilding and weightlifting knows like glutes actually make your physique look really good. Your, your glute is like the shoulder of your legs. It's like, the, <laughs> that's so your, your glute is like the shoulder of your legs. So many guys won't train it because it's like, oh, but that's my butt. That's where poop comes out of. That's what girls train. Your legs have this weird kind of like skinny, like stick look if they don't have the curve from your glutes. So if you don't train your glutes directly, your legs weirdly won't look good. Even if you're just like taking pictures of your quads, it's just so weird. Like you can take a picture of your quads, but like you just look so much more thicker, like manly when you have a big butt, even though that seems like the exact opposite of like being a man, it's just the case. And so I did, I did three sets of RDLs with a big squeeze at the end. And then all I did after that was three sets of about 10 to 15 reps of calf raises. And I went home, that was all I did. 
I did that workout three times a week and I did my upper body workout in, in the middle of those. This leg day was only like 45 minutes. It was so odd for me to work out like this because I had done leg days, which were one and a half hours. I'd start with three sets of 10 for squats, then RDLs, then like lunges, then then leg extension, then leg, leg curls. And I do that like once or twice a week. This, I was doing heavy squats and heavy RDLs three times a week. And the most important thing of all this was skills. I didn't just show up to the gym. I realized that we're past that point. Like if you're watching this video, showing up to the gym is beneath you now. Like showing up to the gym is like, it's the fundamental, it's congratulations, it's, it's level one. If you were, no offense, like a fat piece of shit, if you were showing up to the gym, would be like, yeah, sure, awesome. You're not anymore. The kind of videos you're watching right now, you showing up to the gym isn't that special. It's like, it's the bare fucking minimum. Now, if you wanna make gains, it's not about showing up to the gyms. Now it's about leveling up the skill inside of the gym. Are you coming into the gym with a cue that you're gonna work on today? Did you recently learn that, like, you know, like what I just told you, I squeezed my butt in the RDL. Are you gonna go into the gym tomorrow and literally cue that, like have that written down and think to yourself, that's the skill I'm gonna train today. I'm gonna really try and improve my RDL form. I'm gonna record it from the side and see my, 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 um, angle from a different side. I'm gonna even go pay a personal trainer or some like expert guy to watch me. I, you know, I'll send a video over to some like, um, someone on Instagram or something. I'll pay him like $10 to like look at my videos and tell me to improve my form in a way. That's how you get to the next level. When you just show up to the gym and you're already like, you've passed your noob gains. You're not gonna make that much muscle anymore. You'll often go through it mindlessly. You're randomly thinking about something of the, you know, that happened yesterday. But are you leveling up the skills that are involved in the gym? Are you improving your form? Are you improving your focus? So I'll have times where I'll cue myself, okay, in the gym today, I'm not gonna touch my phone even once outside of like the sort of um, music and like the app that I use. So I'm not gonna go on to random messages or anything like that. That's like a new level of skill that's gonna get me more gains. Are you doing something like that or are you just showing up? Because what I found was when you have a long workout routine but full of a bunch of different exercises, what happens is you kind of like, it's, it becomes quite difficult to think of improving the skill of any of them because there's just so much to do. It's the same as like trying to get successful. When you're trying to grow two businesses at once, it's just too difficult. So when I minimized it, it gave me so much more focus on the few things that matter. Squats, RDLs, calf raises, and I just try to keep improving the form on those. One final point I'll say is, I just had a, a thought then. I recorded videos a few years ago where I actually gave different advice to this. So what got me to the first like version of my aesthetic physique when I was quite like skinny and you know, I kind of looked like a, a TikTok boy with like the abs and everything. In that video, which you've probably seen, it's got like 4.5 million views. It's one of like the most viewed fitness videos on YouTube actually. Um, it, it's called like how to build an aesthetic physique or how to build an aesthetic body. Um, in that video, I actually said like, don't do the heavy compound lifts and just do like the light isometric isolation exercises. And that got me like to a fairly nice physique. And certainly I think that like many TikTok boy, like young guys who are quite attractive and they've got like this kind of sexy physique. I don't think many of them are actually lifting like heavy weights, heavy compounds. And when you think of a TikTok boy, he's not doing fucking three times three squats. He's coming in and doing some like bullshit fucking like lunge little boot camp thing and he's just got a good physique from that. But once you like once you become a man and once you want to start to like build like more of a strong looking physique rather than like an aesthetic influencer style physique, that's when I think 
even though it sounds like stupid because you know muscle is muscle it's just it's weird to me that like i swear that the muscle you build from compound lifts builds it in a weirdly different way than the muscle you build from like isolation exercises it's just weird i don't know if this is just psychology or not but it seems to me that the muscle you build from compound lifts isn't as like as attractive to younger girls. So when you're 18 years old and you just want to attract girls who are your age, you often won't care about like trying to maximize your bench press or anything like that. You'll just like, you're just young and you just think to yourself like, oh, I want to get some girls. And girls are just attracted to like, you know, the lean, like um, fuck boy, TikTok boy kind of look. And you don't need a heavy bench press or anything for that. You just like, just show up to the gym and just do a few hundred pushups and do some like, you know, do some uh, hypertrophy bench press, whatever. But I don't know, as I get older, I'm lifting for different reasons now. Sure, improving my physique and getting to the next level and building muscle is nice. But often I'm just going to the gym because it's, it's genuinely like fun and good for me now. I wasn't able to say this a few years ago because my mindset was all on just like degeneracy and just trying to get attraction from women for ego. These days, it's a lot more on like actually having a fun workout. I go with my girl and that's probably a big part. It's like, I've got a girl, so I don't need to be like slaving away to try and get a six pack. You know, I, I still keep lean. I'm still in great shape, but like, it's not, I'm not in like, I'm not trying to be like some TikTok boy anymore. Like I used to like four or five years ago. And so when I go to the gym now, it's like, it's all about just having a fun, really hype workout. I go with my girl and we lift together. Like we do the, the same exercises together. And so it's just hype. Like going with someone you love and like hyping up, having an awesome workout, enjoying it, you know, seeing each other's progress, writing whatever weight we got down. And it's like a game that we're trying to play. And so the final, I didn't write this down, but the final thing I'll, I'll wrap this up with is when I told you that this is going to be like a lifelong journey, it'll only be a lifelong journey if you don't quit and you'll only not quit if it's still enjoyable. Because as much as discipline is absolutely needed in a man's life, you need games that you can play. You need fun things that you can like do, fun things that are actually good for you. And so it's, it's vital that you keep weightlifting as something that is fun. And so the final thing is when I would go and do like these big workouts with leg extension, this thing and this thing and leg curls, I often didn't really enjoy those small isolation movements. They just weren't as fun. They were like, they felt to me like a grind of like, I'm doing this just for the muscle mass. Whereas for me, the big barbell exercises, like the compounds, I always disrespected them all this time. I always thought like, cause I just saw people who were doing compound exercises and all their physiques were just shit, honestly. Everyone on Reddit, like when I first started off, everyone on Reddit who would hype up like three times three strong lifts, they'd post their pictures that they just looked shit. And I just think to myself, why the fuck would you ever do like compound lifts and stuff? Now I'm, I'm swinging cause it's like, I built the aesthetic body and now it's like i'm just kind of training for fun and compound lifts are just so much more fun than doing like a little isolation little fucking lateral raise little leg extension or something so i'd, I'd rather just do more sets of squats per week than add in like leg extension which i don't enjoy as much this way it's so fun that i want to continue playing this game for life that's basically all i had today i hope you get bigger legs take care bro ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 